Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. But we've kind of found what our strengths are within um, Robot and what suits our, um, our strengths, what suits our personalities the best. Hi folks, I would like to introduce myself. My name is Payal and I am a traveler who also loves to meet people. And I think a blend of both is where this concept of melting pot has come about. In my Melting Pot series, I will be talking to lots of inspiring people from different parts of the world and also from different cultures, whom I meet during all my travels. The common factor between these folks will be the desire to follow their passion and make it a way of life. So step into this melting pot and enjoy the chats. Hi, everyone. Um, today I'm in conversation, as you can see, these three gorgeous sisters. Um, and I am really excited to, to hear about their venture. So let's just get straight into it. I'd like to introduce to you Amira. Sukena and Botena. Yes, I got it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. It's my pleasure. And I'm really, as I said, looking forward to, um, to, you know, getting uh, familiar with your journey and your your story. So um, just a little background to the three of you would be an interesting way to start. Um, okay, um, I'll go. So I'm the eldest, uh, and Sugena is the middle sister, Amir is the youngest. Uh, we are three sisters. Uh, um, we are half Bangladeshi and half Moroccan. Our father is from Bangladesh and our mom is from Morocco. We are born and brought up in Bangladesh. Um, I, in 2010, we have moved here to Singapore, um, and uh, uh, we have gone for our higher studies in the UK, and then we came back again here to Singapore. Um, we are, uh, our father has started the manufacturing business, um, back in 1993. Um, and he started doing uh, in Bangladesh and he started, we, he started with making sweaters and then he added on lingerie and now we do activewear also. Um, so when we moved here, um, it actually was during the pandemic time that, you know, we decided to, to. Uh, start this project of ours. Um, I am uh, a mom of three. Uh, I have three kids. Oh, wow. That would be very hard to believe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So my days are busy with trying to, you know, uh, juggle their lives and my own. Um, And so, yeah, they keep me on my toes uh, the whole day. Um, yeah, so I think that's that's just a, a background of, of the three of us. Okay. 
Um, so have all three of you studied uh, fashion or did you did you go for business studies to to the UK or neither? Um, so none of us have done any sort of fashion um, undergrad work at all. Um, we all have done different, um, Butena, you did accounting and finance, accounting and finance. Okay. Uh, my major was in social policy and Amira's was in business management, business management. So nothing okay. really to do with fashion, but because we were brought up in a manufacturing family business in Bangladesh, when we were growing up over there, the, we were kind of familiar with say more on, in terms of fabrics, quality of fabrics, um, how clothing is made, all of that was kind of um, very familiar to us and very openly discussed and we were very comfortable with the idea. But coming into the retail side of things was more born out of um, wanting, I mean, it was again during the pandemic time, um, so we thought that we wanted to do something on our own, branch out on our own, and that's where we came into the retail space and coming up with PJs and sleepwear and now loungewear. Okay, so um, why specifically uh, PJ and sleepwear? Okay, and firstly, uh, before we get into that, um, I don't think I mentioned the name of your brand. Uh, it's called Raw Boat. So um, I'm curious to know why and what kind of prompted you to come up with a name like Raw Boat? What, you know, what's the, just, just a little backstory to that would be interesting. So again, we mentioned we come from a manufacturing base and um, the name, we kind of had in our minds for the last, I mean, way before we thought of PJs. And the idea behind it really is that we wanted to talk about how we are manufacturers, garments manufacturers. So we have complete control over the process from the very beginning, the raw material. That's really where raw came from. And then bought again is more that we want to be able to sell it and it's something for everyone to to buy um, and we want to have everyone to have access to it basically. So that was the name that we had come up with as a fun play of our manufacturing base yeah. having that. Okay, that's, yeah, that's interesting. Okay, so yeah, so now uh, coming back to my previous question, why um, sleepwear and loungewear and why not, you know, other fashion garments? So um, for us, we knew that we wanted to enter the retail sphere in some way. Um, our main key thing was uh, it has to be manufactured in our own um, factories within our yeah. supply chain. We want to control that. So we had to kind of look back on what is it that our factories can produce? What do we have the capabilities for? Um, neither, I mean, th the three of us don't come from a high fashion background, you know, we're not good with, you know, very high, you know, designs, what's happening in Paris, Milan, we know garments, you know, the constructions, the fabrics, what makes uh, clothing look great and feel great. Um, and actually it came about because we, uh, we, we touched this fabric 
um, we were just, you know, we were working for the, our parents' business and we were sent over some samples and we touched this fabric and we were like, wow, this would make amazing sleepwear. As soon as we felt it, we just got the, we, we knew. Um, so that's kind of where it started. You know, it was, uh, it was something where, you know, comfort is at the key of sleepwear and that for us yeah. really, really resonated. Um, with uh, COVID and the lockdown, um, it just all kind of blended in seamlessly where we wanted to find a hybrid between comfort and style. So you can still look good, um, but you know you uh, don't have to compromise uh, being comfortable because I think that was a priority for most people <laughs> during the lockdown period. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense because a lot of time was spent at home and and yeah, and and you're right, sleepwear uh, or even loungewear, I think comfort comes way above everything else. So yeah, so that makes sense. So yes, um, the manufacturing, as you've uh, mentioned, is done in uh, Bangladesh. Um, and so just a little bit uh, on, you know, what kind of importance is I know that the business has been there for a while, um, but it's it's now you know it's it's you now getting your uh, sleepwear and loungewear getting manufactured um, in the already existing factory. So what kind of um, I mean, how much importance is given to sustainability? How much importance is given to good practices um, within the manufacturing unit because we are all aware of, I mean, it's not its not a hidden secret that there are some countries where, you know, there is child labor involved, there is, um, um, there are some malpractices uh, within manufacturing units, which, you know, which have been highlighted over the years. So, um, for your specific unit, what is it that you do differently or, or yours, basically your family does differently? Yeah, I think I'll take that one. Um, yeah, um, I think uh, you are, you are correct, uh, especially Bangladesh has had over the years a lot of um, uh, I wouldn't call it bad press. It's like, uh, it's correct, uh, you know, uh, um, depiction of the situation that was in Bangladesh. But ever since all those unfortunate incidents have happened, um, the industry itself has woken up a lot, has been shaken up a lot, have, has become more aware. The brands have been, um, have been held accountable now much more. Uh, and so the brands are also putting pressures on, on the manufacturing units, the factories. Um, so the country as a whole um, has, or the industry, the ready-made garment industry in Bangladesh has changed a lot over the last few years and for the better. Um, it, it, the change has been drastic actually, to be honest. Um, us as our own company, um, our uh, more than the company, I wanna say our father, um, he has always been, his thought process has always been very different. Um, he, uh, you know, he, the word sustainability uh, and environmentally friendly, these are, you know, current uh, trend, trendy words yeah. now. But it was something that my father was doing when he, you know, years ago when he started before, and it, it wasn't things that, you know, he had, 
the proper knowledge of, but he was doing it more out of common sense and you know uh, uh, out of what came naturally to him. For him, it was always important to spend that extra amount of money to make sure that our factories are fire, fire compliant or you know um, foundations are done right. And uh, not because he's scared that the brand is going to come after him, but he's actually scared that you know if if the building collapses, then people are going to die. And that's him, right? So out of like uh, his own conscience, he was he was always aware. For us, all the changes that have been happening in the country did not affect us at all because we were always there. So for us, like, you know, we were always welcome to brands coming and auditing us, our factories and the brands now they're auditing so much more regularly than they used to do before so it wasn't it, for us it was never like okay you know today a brand is going to come and audit and then you know we need to change things up or fix things up no it was it was a normal part of our day-to-day -day, you know uh, operations um so uh, so for the in the country wise yes uh, you know it things have improved a lot for us uh we uh it is it, it was always the norm for us um I think because my our father has been so conscious about um, you know being sustainable and all of this, like he our factories have have been, are still are um, uh, gold and platinum uh, rated in the LEED certification. Our uh, main office also uh, usually offices are not certified, but our offices are also um, certified. Um, so these are things that he's been doing over the years uh, from the very beginning, as much as he can from the very beginning he's been doing. So it was it was something that we have seen growing up always. So it was kind of always inside us. Um, he's he's not just environmentally conscious. He's also uh, very conscious about um, our workforce, um, their uh, well-being. So um, their financial well-being, their social well-being has always been at the core of his of his mind. So he was always he's always told us that we are because they are so you know it is important we are nothing without them so it's really really important to take care of them first and then us so when we went into robot and when we went to the retail um it kind of came naturally to us that we will be working with sustainable fabrics or you know and uh we we got lucky because we didn't have to look for um, a factory that has ethical production. Our, yeah. you know, it kind of like, you know, we were, it was always there for us. It's a given that, you know, our, we are, we source ethically, we produce ethically. Um, so, and, you know, so it, it kind of came naturally for us and we got lucky in that way, just because of how our parents think or how we have been brought up to think all our lives. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. You're listening to a fusion of stories recounted for the first time ever by some fascinating people from across the globe with me, Payo, on this very unique and special podcast series, Melting Pot. In terms of uh, the fabric uh, for your sleepwear and loungewear, just a little more, you know, information. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. About the kind of fabric that you use. Um, yeah, sure. So we use a fabric called Modal. Um, it was uh, it was the fabric that I was speaking about earlier that we touched. It's super, super soft and really buttery is like the best word that we can use to describe it. Um, it is made from beech tree pulp. Um, so the reason that it, it's more sustainable is because obviously it's a natural fiber, uh, but it uses less water uh, to grow this plant and also in order to transform it into a fabric. Um, I believe, don't quote me on this, but it's about 80% less water than like its cotton alternative. So it's a lot more environmentally friendly. Um, so we use this modal fabric to launch our initial collection ever since uh, we, you know, we were getting feedback from our customers and, you know, they obviously love the feel. Uh, but a lot of feedback that we heard uh, was, you know, they wanted it even lighter, even um, softer, uh, you know, reduce the pilling. Uh, so we went back and we reformulated the fabric with our, our team. Um, we're very big on listening to what our customers are saying and taking on that feedback. And, you know, it's not, it's not overnight all the time, you know, to develop a new fabric, you have to test it. You have to make sure that it's as good, if not better than the previous one. So um, in the last few months, we have now shifted to a micromodal fabric. Um, so it's, it's even lighter, uh, more machine washable, um, and just really, really uh, soft, and uh, it retains its softness for um, loads of, you know, uses and washes uh, to come. So which part of Bangladesh uh, do you have your manufacturing units in? Um, it's it's uh, it's slightly um, out of uh, Dhaka city. It's just in the outskirts of the capital city. Okay, and and what about you know the 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 plants that um, the 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 material that is used uh, for your fabric? Uh, which part of uh, Dhaka is? I mean, Bangladesh is that from? Uh, those are uh, those are not from Bangladesh. We oh, okay. Yeah, we source them. I if from China, if I'm not wrong. So yeah, we get them from China. Oh, okay. Okay. We get fine. The, the yarn, um, which is uh, let's say the string. Yeah. Uh, from from China, and then we'll. Uh, um, so we have done backward linkage in within our factories. So they turn that yarn um, into the the fabric within, and then we dye the you know fabrics ourselves, which gives us a lot of flexibility with the yeah. colors, and um, you know we can turn it around a lot faster. And then uh, finally, they cut and sew into our, our products. Okay, okay. So now, um, how do you, because it's the three of you, right? So um, you did mention that you've, you, you've, you're full on with your three kids, but I guess there must be some kind of division of uh, responsibilities. Um, each one of you probably has a different uh, strength that you can kind of play on and take advantage of. So um, 
you know, uh, whoever wants to go first, uh, what, what is your different responsibilities? So initially we went in with the mindset thinking we will all do everything. Um, <laughs> we're very optimistic that this would work out. It did not. <laughs> um, but we've kind of found what our strengths are within um, Robot and what suits our um our strengths, what suits our personalities the best. The way we've kind of, it manages itself now is Amira. She does most of the operation side of everything. Um, she takes care of like the day-to-day -day, um, runnings of Robot. Uh, Butena, she works on the more financial side of the, the business. business. Yeah, she works on, she's good with numbers. That's what she studied in her life. So it's the end. She loves doing it. So lucky for us, <laughs> that's the side that she has taken on herself. And for myself, I focus on more of um, the fashion side of Raba, as well as the brand positioning and keeping the brand um, in line with what we want it to be, basically. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So it's pretty, um, I think it's quite well um divided the responsibilities and uh, as a whole it just works that you don't need any external uh, people to kind of chip in so each one of you knows exactly what uh, needs to be done um, we do have a team yeah no, no, no. of <laughs> course you have a team I mean it's, it's it would be impossible to yeah. actually run a business without a team no I mean the core responsibilities. That's what I meant. Yeah. Um, okay. So now, are you um, are you an e-commerce platform, or are you also retailing uh, through stores, or what is your model of you know what's the business model really? So we started off uh, purely e-commerce. So we sell on our own website, robot.com. And um, I think within the first six months, we, uh, op we um, started stocking at Society A, which is in Neon City. Um, so they uh, will, we still work with them uh, today and they will uh, stock um, a few pieces from the collection. Um, since then, we are also at Siri House in Dempsey Hill. Um, they have uh, also uh, uh, pieces from the collection, not the entire collection. Um, and uh, more recently, we started selling on Zalora, uh, the marketplace online. Um, so these are currently, I think, our three locations. Um, we do pop-ups um, every, I'd say about once a month, once every two months, depending on how often they come around. Um, so it is, you know, we do, you can meet us face to face and touch and feel the product because it is such a, um, I think the fabric is really the selling point for this product. So trying to get out there and reaching out to our customers and um, uh, letting them interact with uh, the PJs is really key for us. So we do wanna get out there a bit more. Okay. Do you have uh, anything in Bangladesh? Do you have any retail outlets there? No? Okay. Um, what are next steps in terms of, one, in terms of uh, extending your range, uh, two, in terms of uh, 
you know, outside of it being in Singapore and outside of it being an e-commerce brand uh, or, or that as a platform, um, uh, re kind of uh, getting into other markets as well. Um, I'll do the line. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So yeah. in terms of, uh, <laughs> terms of uh, Robot, um, the line, what's upcoming, things that we see for the future um, for our collection, we are planning to launch our basics collection, which is a bit more of a shift towards the loungewear um, side of things. We're planning to launch it at the end of June, um, July, um, if everything goes okay. Um, what we're aiming to do is launch more pieces that you can wear at home, same modal um, fabric um, with the same amount of comfort, um, something you can get away with being at home, but also at the same time be able to wear outside. So we're going to be uh, launching um, this dress that my sister's wearing actually now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a few joggers, some tank tops, V-neck t-shirts, like the basics that you would uh, have in your wardrobe, but like what we think are classic pieces or fashionable pieces that you can be wearing outside. So looking at the future of Robot, we want to um, come out of the pandemic style, you know, less, um, not necessarily forget about sleepwear. We definitely want to focus on sleepwear, but at the same time, also look at more outdoor um, options, things that you can wear outdoors, but not compromise on comfort, which is very key to us. Um, so we're going to be launching constantly like new colors, maybe in, uh, more um, looking at other fabrics that are also comfortable, doesn't necessarily have to be uh, modal, but definitely something that you can talk about in terms of comfort, like that it will definitely be the most comfortable piece in your closet. So those are things that we're looking at. We're looking at maybe some silk pieces or satin pieces as well, um, maybe towards the end of the year. Um, more like we're looking to launch a bridal collection as well uh, towards the end of the year. Um, looking at some beautiful lace pieces again, but very comfortable, easy to wash, still with the same um, kind of mentality of what sleepwear is, but looking at other um, pieces you can be wearing out. Interesting. Future of Robot. Did I miss any? No, I think I think like the main inspiration for us for this uh, basics upcoming collection and what has inspiring the, the future is very much. Um, we hate taking off our pajamas and changing into normal clothes to go out. <laughs> so we're like, how long can we prolong being comfortable? <laughs> um, and that's really kind of where the, the basics collection was born. And, uh, you know, we're, we're keeping it very simple. We're uh, with three colors, black, white, and uh, oat milk. Um, and it's just a very much like a capsule collection where you can style all the pieces together, um, but it can also fit in with your uh, already existing everyday um, wardrobe. Um, yeah, we're really, really excited about the upcoming launch. Yeah. Um, and I think like all our, our, our launches to come, it's going to be very much true to the ethos of uh, wanting to be the most comfortable that you can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Interesting, yeah. And and next steps in terms of uh, other markets? Um, to be honest, I think the, the world of fashion retail is really uh, 
the business side of it is so interesting. Um, and we had no idea how far in advance you have to plan <laughs> in this industry. Um, and 99% of the time, what we plan doesn't happen, <laughs> but it doesn't mean that you don't have to do it. Um, yeah. so I, you know, take everything we say with a pinch of salt. <laughs> um, but we do want to expand outside of Singapore. That's 100% on the cards for us. We want to, um, within Singapore, we want to set up our own uh, retail space at some point, you know, um, where our customers are interacting directly with the brand, not through, uh, you know, one of our partners. Um, in terms of internationally you know we're exploring the different options we're uh seriously considering uh the uk um that market and you know that would include europe as well um we are you know in terms of shopping uh, on our website we ship internationally and uh we you know do take that data from there um to feed into what we want to, where we want to expand. You know, we've also considered uh, the Middle East um, and also obviously just the areas around Singapore. Singapore, yeah. Malaysia, uh, yeah. There's a huge market around here as well. Yeah, okay, interesting. So there's a lot on your plate. Um, and I'm sure given uh, the enthusiasm, the passion, the knowledge, the experience, um, I know that the three of you will take a robot to the very next level and I wish you all the very best. Um, and yeah, and I'm going to probably after this conversation, get onto your website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've, you've sold me your nice software. <laughs> and and I hope, um, you know, the, the, the people who eventually listen to this conversation also get excited about it, which I'm sure they will. So thank you so much. Um, you know, you're, you're really enterprising young women and um, wish you all the very best. Thank, thank you. you so Thanks so much for having us. We really appreciate it. Great yeah. talking to you. Likewise, my pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. For more weekly conversations, do listen to Melting Pot on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts. Follow us on YouTube and on Instagram at Podcast Melting Pot. So until the next episode, this is Pyle signing off. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.